0: Hello. Hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. So dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or academicians or coaches or leaders across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. So, thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. So, folks, bot, which is a short form of a robot, is a software application that runs automated tasks over the internet. Typically, these bots perform tasks that are simple and repetitive much faster than a person could. Because in general, if you are given an option to work on an activity for the first time, you will be excited. But if you are given the same activity to perform repeatedly, probably week after the week, month after the month or year after the year, you'll get bored and you'll probably quit that job. Whereas bots do not have that boredom and they are capable of doing any task that is assigned to them and they do it without any error. So that's why bots are becoming very, very popular and employees are trying to focus on something very creative, which is interesting. And they wanted to focus on something which is of high quality work. So the the world is... Getting automated with a lot of opportunities, this bot workforce which comprises of the virtual robots is becoming the new norm. So today's topic is about how to build the bot workforce which is using robotic process automation with the different business processes. So we are going to discuss about how bot workforce is going to help the businesses become efficient and work effectively. And we are pleased to welcome Rahul to our show.
1: With 10 years of professional experience in robotic process automation and enterprise application development, Rahul Julu is an accomplished RPA solution architect. Rahul drives the automation to improve efficiency. Currently, he is working as a RPA project lead in one of the leading global providers of integrated information technology solutions to the automotive retail and adjacent industries. He has led over 21 RPA projects from inception till its delivery using agile scrum methodology helping to save about 40,000 hours with 1.5 lakh transactions and average success rate of 83%. Rahul has been a top performer right from his childhood. He holds cent percent in science in his 10th standard. Also, he was the topper of his college for all semesters during his engineering times. Rahul won the Best Student Award from TCS and Best Outgoing Student from his college. He has won many accolades in all the organizations that he worked till now. Rahul, welcome to our show.
2: Thank you, Naveen and Sudhakar, for inviting me to the Guiding Voice podcast. I am feeling like a fresh graduate coming out of college, even after 10 years of experience at this moment, as this is my first podcast I have ever joined. I'm truly excited about it and uh, looking forward to sharing my experience on RPA project's implementation.
1: Rahul, that is good to know. Typically, we all remember the first things that we do. So you will be remembering uh, the experience with the Guiding Voice forever. Absolutely, absolutely. So Rahul, what is the bot workforce in this robotic process automation area and why do we need them?
2: So robotic process automation enables enterprises to create true virtual workforces, you know, that drive business agility and efficiency. The definition of RPA is nothing but, you know, the output of RPA is a virtual workforce, which is composing of software robots that can execute business tasks on enterprise applications. And actually it becomes an integral part of an enterprise's greater workforce. It is managed just as any other team in the organization and can interact with people just as other employees would interact with one another. Virtual workforces complete business process just as a person would, but in less time, with greater accuracy, and at a fraction of a cost. And actually RPA stands out for its ability to impact business outcomes resulting in a significant ROI.
1: That is really good to know. At the end of the day, every business looks for better and significant returns on investments, right?
2: Absolutely,
1: it's worth it, yeah. So when we talk about this bot, what are the ways that we can use these bots? And are there any varieties? And if yes, what are they and how many are there?
2: So typically bot workforce can run in three different modes. They are like unattended, attended and hybrid modes. So I'll be discussing in detail on each of these modes. So first I'll start with unattended mode, which is majorly where we can realize the benefit of RPA. So wherein software robots execute business process on a virtual machine or in an back office server. So we need not monitor it as how it's executing or not. In fact, these robots are triggered automatically and they can work 24 by 7 without interruption and as i said it do not require any human intervention typically these processes executed are repetitive high volume logic based tasks involving entry or transfer of data across different systems and unattended robots execute process on applications even if application is not running and they respond to changes in process immediately so that's about unattended mode and now i'll move to the attended robos and these typically get installed on employee desktop and they assist users to complete business process more efficiently and accurately. Attended automation is often deployed in a front office environment wherein robos act as you know assistance for them to complete portion of a process or guide users on different elements that they need to fetch information on or they can also guide users through a complex process. When robos automate steps of a process employees enjoy increased productivity and process accuracy while focusing on human interaction and other business critical tasks. So for sure, Attended BOTS will be like another assistant to each of the employee. For example, getting information from five to six different systems. So bot can perform and you know, with the customer service representatives can directly focus on the actual issue rather than dealing around the different issues. So that's about Attended Mode. And last but not least, this, the final one is Hybrid. Currently, not many automations are capable of providing this option, but this is a complete solution solution for business process automation as it is a collaboration between humans and robots and this combines both unattended and attended automation to a single solution you know by enabling interaction between human as well as virtual process so this is typically used in the concept of human in the loop and humans can initiate process then pass certain tasks to robots with full visibility you know by you know handshaking between them which we call it as task status so with the help of task status there will be a handshake between human and the Robot there and the result is an end-to-end solution that maximizes process efficiency so these are the three different modes that bot can perform and each of these three different modes we need to develop different kind of RPS solutions and also our architecture depends on which kind of mode we are choosing
0: That's quite interesting, Rahul. I have a managerial question. Okay. When it comes to people, right, we have the managers or the supervisors or the team leaders monitoring whether someone is performing well or not, then how do we monitor if uh, bot workforce are running effectively or efficiently or not?
2: That will be a continuation to my previous question for sure. And you know, if it is attended or hybrid mode, there will be human element into it. So they will surely monitor how it's performing. If at all any restart is required, surely they can do that. But the challenge comes in when it is in unattended mode. So we are there is no human intervention. It does its work without any supervision as such. But for that, each RPA tool have come up with its own mechanism to do it. For example, in Blue Prism, we have control room wherein we can check if bot is functioning correctly or not, and also we can force restart the bots if they are stuck through its location itself right when it executes different process there might be a chance right that suddenly a process might have failed and it gets stuck in one of the application screen and then we need to force restart or we can write a program such that it can intelligently restart itself and not mm-hmm. just that even for troubleshooting right so we need to take a screenshot of what is the last screen that it has ended up you know for that we need to fix our process back so all of that is also possible and not just that even you know if you want to run a process for a particular moment you know then we have a provision called a scheduler wherein we can assign a particular process to a bot or a pool of bots to run at particular time as well wherein with the help of all of these schedulers and tasks even it can run based on us holidays or any other holiday calendar also so that kind of intelligence is there so when it comes to uipath we have an orchestrator which does a similar job and i'm sure there are a lot of different functionalities that each tool provides when to sure bots are working as per our expectations
0: Mm -hmm. so now that you have given an overview of how these bots are going to help us in automating certain business processes how do we create certain automated solutions so that bots can run in unattended mode because unattended mode is something very difficult to achieve in my opinion but probably there are so many tools that are available in the market which are enabling them so i would like to get your view on that
2: sure so there are tons of business processes that we can pick up but there are some nature that each business process need to have that best suitable for RPA so I can share some of them like it should be repetitive it should be rules-based or extremely structured it should be laborious with high volumes and it should be time sensitive and if at all any step if it's not able to perform you should have a a definite exit criteria so in short it can be called as repetitive tasks so the repetitive tasks RPA bots perform can complete, you know, by interacting with applications that include data input, extraction, loading, and changing, or logging in and out of applications and operating systems as well. And sometimes even managing people and business requests, right? So we get a lot of IT requests or any application access requests. So those also, as you know, right, they might be uh, definitely defined. So we can perform those kind of steps as well. And it can also go to forms filling and also streamlining information or cleaning up of the information across different systems. And also we can have opening emails and attachments and extracting information using OCR techniques. And last but not least, I can take one more example, which is screening online application forms and documents such that that can be a first step for performing additional tasks
1: by the business. Rahul, this is really good, a step-by-step approach. So now we have the method to monitor the performance and have the list of processes that are candidates to be automated. Mm -hmm. And we identified the right process. So what next? How to onboard that specific process?
2: Okay, so that's when typical RPA lifecycle gets started. So we can define it under six phases, which is demand, define, design, build, test, and deploy. So in the demand phase, it all starts from process intake form, wherein we take critical information about the business process, like process name, description, what is the business volumes, what are the applications that are involved, and lot of things. So once we know that, then we will perform an application feasibility analysis. As bot have to mimic human user steps, whether it is able to achieve that interaction or not, there is a need for that feasibility study. So we will do that. And if it's a new application, right? So then we will go for uh, GSO approval, wherein they have to approve that there are all things set in terms of legal terms. So uh, that's how we will do that. Now, after we did all of this initial feasibility study, so then we will capture each and every step that process involves. It is to the level of keystroke level information. So then we will take that information and we'll start building our solution. As I mentioned, right, depending on mode, if it is unattended mode, we need to define how it has to come out, what is the entry criteria? What is the exit criteria? What are the pre steps that it has to perform? So, all of that we will ensure that it is there in place within our solution design. Okay, so after solution design is done, so we'll take an approval from business that this is how the process will be uh, going to be designed within RPA and is it actually matching with the business process that is actually existing. So, once we get a go ahead, that's where we use our RPA tools, be it Blue Prism or UiPath Automation. Any Anywhere. and there are a lot of applications around 50 applications right there in the market so we will utilize them and you know we will develop different types of solutions and after we complete the development of solution where we will come into the test phase wherein we will be analyzing different scenarios right so after we perform rigorous testing we will deploy the solution into the production environment and so this is the entire rpa life cycle that we typically employ for any rpa project
1: that is really exciting, Rahul, that we are almost doing something similar to what a human would be doing.
2: Yeah, the journey will be complete, you know, like how a typical uh, product development will be like. So we are actually uh, training the bot such that it can perform different processes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So earlier today, Naveen asked a management question on how to monitor, right? Mm -hmm. Now that we identified the process and we started deploying it, after we deploy the solution, how to ensure that the overall process from end-to-end standpoint is driving the results that we anticipated or we expected?
2: yeah that's the like a climax of a movie right so after we do lot of things if the climax is not good the entire movie goes on at us. even here it holds the same so during our initial days of deployment we will monitor bot executions pretty closely just like a child that we have right so will see the baby steps how they are performing even bot also the same so we need to train them we need to guide them so in case of any issues as such so uh, we will be monitoring through a uh, bomb gear sessions or remote sessions to see how this solution is working step by step we about the executions and we will fix it whenever required you know whenever we observe any discrepancies so once we got initial confidence on a run right so then we start increasing the workload. Initially, we'll take five to ten cases and then we slowly increase depending on the workload that is being expected by business. And then after slowly you know, one to two weeks, Now we will, it will be completely controlled through control room or in Bluetism or orchestrator in UiPath or any similar provision depending on what RPA tool we choose. If everything goes smooth in all of these phases, right, if bot is working at its full potential, then we will schedule it to run at a particular time as per business requirement so now with these steps right we have fully equipped our bot workforce to execute business processes so in this fashion we will repeat for every business process that comes our way and also increase their capabilities so bot can work 24 by 7 365 without any leaves with it is completely motivated so yeah we need to exploit that advantage that we have yeah
0: cool Uh, this is exciting and for technical people it is fine but someone who is into business and who want to understand the return on investment right especially if we talk about all the technologies like social mobile uh, analytics and cloud it took time for them to get into full stream and uh, management have waited for longer than they should actually wait in order to take a plunge into that for example if you talk about cloud scenario initially when cloud was launched everybody was skeptical hey i don't know if the privacy is maintained and if the data integrity might be lost or how I ensure that the data is secure in case if I'm going with public cloud or the hybrid cloud so on and so forth. Similarly, with regard to these RPA technologies, how do we engage the business to gain their confidence?
2: Yeah, absolutely, Naveen. Initially, we had tough time because we need to understand how we need to make our world be compatible with their business world as well. So we need to reduce our jargons that we typically use. So then we have worked towards that. And also as we use agile methodology, right, so we will continuously seek their inputs at each and every stage of RP Delivery Lifecycle. And also we take approval if we have captured all their requirements time to time. And also we define scope of the project. And even after we build the solution, we will get an approval from business on what kind of test cases we are uh, going to run over that. So, but we take some dummy data and whether it is fetching the required output or not. And after entire development is done in an unattended mode, we are going to give a final demo of how the, I mean, it will be a recording of entire bot execution to see end-to-end how it is working like if we need to make any last-minute changes before we go live. So, after we go live, we slowly and steadily increase the workload to bots depending on uh, its efficiency during this period we actively interact with business on results by sending out management information report wherein we get a perspective on executions to the business and you know depending on their inputs will be going back and we are performing minor changes if required and in addition to that we also send a daily exception report where we provide complete and failed cases with appropriate reasons for failure so in this manner we gain confidence of uh, business and ensure that we all are in you know same journey we are having the same journey
0: there Probably that's quite convincing to me. And uh, if you talk about the change, change is the only constant. And normally, if you talk about the IT industry, it is no different. In the IT industry also, we come up with uh, a lot of changes, enhancements, maintenances, bug fixes, so on and so forth. And as the application goes live, right, we get a lot of uh, requests from the business and the stakeholders. So how do you manage this process enhancements in order to make sure that bot is up to date?
2: Yep, you're absolutely right, Naveen, and that's a great question. In fact, that's the most challenging part of RPA Whenever we are doing an implementation, so how we need to mitigate that change that's inevitable, right? So at the start of process, we typically ask, low for every next six months, is there any chances of process change or not, or any application changes happening or not?" So that is also one way of how we mitigate this change, and also we'll have a monthly cadence with business on boards where how they are performing. In case there is an enhancement or change to the existing process right we will accommodate it through our change management procedures so in this we will understand new process steps and study the technical aspects of change we will deliver the solution based on the timeline suggested and ensure a new patch is released into the production environment and you know the bots are seamless in taking new work without any further training because we have already developed the solution or enhanced it already and uh, to say the success of bot workforce depend completely on three major factors. It is data, scenario, and environment. If we expose these bots, right, with these three different scenarios using multiple test data sets, and if environment is stable, bots can work at their 100% capacity. Bots are truly our enablers where they will help us to focus on you know, value-added tasks.
1: Excellent, Rahul. Data, scenario, and environment. As long as we are keeping a close watch on three of these, we will be able to introduce bots to take care of routine, mundane activities that typically employees might not love to do on long term.
2: Yeah, that's the success mantra for our PA success for sure. Because already we have like 3.5 years. If I jot down all of that right, it summarizes to those three words, like data, scenarios, and environment.
1: Excellent, Rahul. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to talk to you about bot and robotic process automation at large. You know, covering the different business processes. We really appreciate you taking time today for us. Thank you. Thank you Naveen and Sudhakar for giving me this opportunity. Dear listeners, to know more about our speaker and the content, refer to the show notes and visit our followers on social media. We are available on LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Pinterest, and also on YouTube. Just search for The Guiding Voice and then follow, like, subscribe to us, and also share within your network. In addition, please feel free to email us at The Guiding Voice for you. That is T H E G U I D I N G V O I C E. 4 as a digit, U as a letter at gmail.com or WhatsApp us on India number 9494587187. that is India number 9494587187, 187 and we will be happy to collaborate with you.
0: Hey Sudhakar, can you talk about the exciting opportunity of featuring our audience on this show?
1: Sure Naveen. So guys, off late, We have been receiving a lot of career guidance related questions from our regular listeners through youtube linkedin comments whatsapp and email and we are responding to them on -on one-on-one basis now we are pleased to open up a new mode of interacting with you all while providing a chance to broadcast yourself if you have any questions related to education career guidance or a specific IT function just send your voice message through speakpipe.com Slash the guiding voice. We will play your question in your own voice along with the answer either from us or our expert panel in our future episodes. Hope you will utilize this wonderful opportunity.
0: All right, so folks, it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode, and today's trivia is about security breach. So, do you know how the worst ever security breach has happened in the United States? Okay, you may be thinking, but let me tell you the fact. It has happened because of the USB stick and the worst ever security breach of all the time in the United States. So the scenario is someone has found the stick in a parking lot and plugged it into their computer. Actually that stick belongs to a foreign intelligence agency which got infected and this computer had links to the US Central Command. The attack has happened in 2008 and resulted in the theft of thousands of classified and unclassified documents. So do you know Pentagon had to spend 14 months cleaning up the damage from the WOM and that WOM which stands for Write Once Read Many. It has resulted in such a damage and make the officials run for about 14 months. Very scary and interesting, isn't it? Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. So stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye. And we are signing off.